Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Now if you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio... Reach out, you can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio, and you can subscribe to the podcast by heading over to AlmostFamousRadio.com or simply search Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. So I'm John Shea tonight, being joined in studio by Gordon's Law. How are you guys doing? Great. Thank you for having us. Awesome. My pleasure, and welcome back. Gordy was here uh, just, I think, right at the height of COVID. Yep, right at lockdown. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So for those who uh, might not be familiar, give yourselves an introduction. All right. My name is Adam Law of the Gordons Law. live in Bridgewater with my wife and two kids. Awesome um, kids. Thank you. Beautiful children. Yep. W- yep. What else you need here? <laughs> I'm Gordon. Uh, Gordon Lloyd. <laughs> Gordon Lloyd Martin Jr., uh, the Gordon of the Gordon's Law. See how that works. Adam's last name is Law. That's Very creative. We, that's how we came up. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, originally, it started out just me writing songs, and uh, Adam came into my life, I don't know, years back, and I don't know, we just went with it. And it, He has added so much to the sound that it was like, well, your name needs to be included, too. Well, if people listening tonight want to uh, give you guys a follow, where's the best place to find you online? Uh, we're on all the the webs except for we don't do the Twitter. We're uh, or the TikTok yet. We're gonna do the TikTok. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. YouTube. Only fans. YouTube. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> That's next. <laughs> it's the next platform to tackle there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're just following technology. I That's guess whatever it. we gotta do. Yeah, stay up with the uh, the curve of the technology. And the big thing right now uh, this week is the uh, Spotify Wrapped. So where can people find your music online? Yep, so Spotify. Spotify, definitely. A recording that we're sort of happy with. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I had recorded the whole thing myself. and um, <laughs> Self-produced? Yeah, the, yep. the mix isn't that great. On There's three songs that a professional did. <laughs> uh, Joey Benjamin's. Um, he's loud, dope entertainment now. Those songs sound great. The other ones are a little soft. We're working on uh, re-recording some stuff, and I'm working on remastering and stuff but uh yeah we're also on Bandcamp. our ep is on Bandcamp. i'm gonna yeah our, i was gonna say our ep is on youtube oh, and, and, that, on YouTube. and joey did that and that, that all sounds great yeah joey, so joey did the we're, we're on the internet if i just search gordon's law yeah exactly we got a few videos yep. they're entertaining I, I enjoy them scott sandinato did one for us uh he did roaming for us he uh was like my trip back from florida so and uh, growing old. He oh, he did growing old as well. Of course. Yeah. And he did a um, a solo one for me. A song called "It Sucks Missing You." So yeah, pretty cool. And we're not that far away from 2023. So what can we expect from you guys in the new year? 2023. We are currently working on a new album. We're working more with more production, I guess you could say, because like our last album, I just wanted it raw, um, just like what we kind of sound like live. This time, I'm kind of adding guitar parts, adding bass, we're adding some drum sounds. We um, did an intro track that's 
really interesting. Mm. <laughs> it's just called you, track one. Synths? Is that what you even call that? I yeah, don't know. it was some cool noises we found. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were like, oh, let's make this a song. Like a sonic experience almost? <laughs> yeah. Full yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, kind of like gives you a cooler vibe of, you know, just like what we do when we're bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what you guys can do tonight. We have uh, the instruments in studio tonight, Gordy on guitar. We got Adam on djembe and Cajon. What are we kicking off the night with? We're going to kick the night off with one more. All right, let's hear it. We have Gordon's Law live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD.
Gordon's Law sounding great tonight, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's almost famous. With me, John Shea, being joined by the band Gordon's Law in studio tonight. So who wants to talk about that song? What's that one about? That song is about just one more of everything that I've ever wanted. Well, one more of (laughs) things I've always had a problem with, like drinking or one more drink, one more drug, one more girl. Um, it's just a song about the never ending cycle of always just wanting one more and never feeling completely satisfied. So that's, that's what that song is about. Let's talk about your backgrounds in music. Who wants to start with that? How did you both get music in your blood? So let's see. I mean, I can really remember music as, as far back as I can remember and literally drumming, my mom says I was banging on pots and pans when I was one and two years old. Yeah. She said the first drum beat I ever played to was uh, When Doves Cry by Prince. Purple Rain, that was a heavy, heavy rotation in my house, um, along with Michael Jackson, uh, of course. Again, always playing drums. I think I got my first drum set when I was like five, maybe even a toy one before that. I was playing in the school band as early as I could, which was like fourth grade, which was literally playing a snare drum on a folding chair. <laughs> And then remember those days, yeah, yeah. Fourth grade saxophone over here, mm-hmm. of course. And then fifth through eighth, I was in the concert band. And then ninth, uh, ninth through twelfth was I was playing in the concert band. I was playing drums for the jazz choir, the jazz band. I was in the orchestra. I played a uh, pit in the pit orchestra for the the play, the theater production one year for Kiss Me Kate. And then in college, I actually found the African drumming ensemble, which introduced me to the djembe. Oh, that's cool. It, it was great. It was that great. That sounds wild. Yep, yep. And then um, I actually bought my own at a street fair in New York City. And I guess I was pretty happy to have that when I met Gordy. And then, um, yeah, so I, 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 that's my musical background. I, lo- I love all kinds of music. And I, music's been a very important mo- part of my life for a long time. Well, I know most of Woody's musical background, but I'll let him share it for you. <laughs> sure. I mean, I've loved music since I was a kid. Me and my mom used to dance in the kitchen to uh, Billy Idol. So, <laughs> good times. So, from when I was a kid, I just just always loved music. Yeah, you know my background. You know, played saxophone, went to Berkeley for saxophone, did more recreational activities than actually going to class. So, um, yeah, yeah, I thought I would be famous by uh, osmosis i guess if i really <laughs> look back at it <laughs> it's just I there's just, still time man there's yeah, plenty of time yeah yeah the discipline wasn't there like it just i was just a young 18 year old and just i wonder what the percentage of people who graduate from berkeley actually is i don't know that's a good question it's got to be low <laughs> and they're definitely in debt because they yeah. constantly send me alumni stuff and it's like sixty thousand dollars a semester now and i'm like yo <laughs> i'm good but anyway so yeah, I've played in bands. I was in a band called Word for a while. I don't know. I've always just kind of wanted to write songs. So I just picked up the guitar one day, and uh, my buddy Omer, who's in New York now, he's in a band called The Courtesy Tear. He actually has his own solo project too. Omer Leibowitz, look him up. He's very talented. His newest album, I think, is what is it? Uh, Country songs from an immigrant, which is awesome. It's a really great album. But yeah, I just always wanted to write and keep writing so i picked up a guitar and i've always written ly- lyrics have always just kind of came to me I, I mostly write what i feel experiences that happen to me stuff like that and here i am like one day just playing at a show with adam it was like a by chance show that like didn't even i don't know like some a band was supposed to play or something and then it didn't happen and me you and tony played and that was pretty cool 
and then from then on it just it's just been kind of like me and him we have to give a shout out too, to a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Miss Sarah Blacker. Miss Sarah Blacker, of yes. course we do. We have to shout out her, that wonderful human being. <laughs> yes, her and uh, and the the new edition Bruce. Oh yes, yes. I have yet to meet <laughs> Bruce yet. I have yet to meet. I see a lot of pictures of him though, and he's adorable. Yes, he is. Yeah, just like Sarah, she's awesome. Absolutely, she's, she's adorable. Like amazing, amazing. I'm scared of her, but still love her. Oh yeah, of course she'll mess you up, bro. <laughs> yeah, of course she will. <laughs> <laughs> but the sweetest person you'll ever meet. She's awesome. Well, let's do some more music from you guys. What do you want to play next? Why don't we? We can. Why don't we do one a new one called "The Way I See It," which will be on the new one. Perfect. Yeah, we'll be on the new album. Let's hear it. We have Gordon's Law live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Gordon's Law in studio tonight. Some new music here on the tiny stage. How are you guys doing? You're sounding great. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, feeling good. Talk about that song, because I was getting the feels from that song. That sounded really deep. (laughs) The way I see it, that kind of just happened one night. It's basically a song about the way I'm looking at the world right now. I am nothing. My opinion means nothing. And then, like everybody else, it seems like is talking over one another and needs to be heard and what we actually mean when we say things. And then the last like part of it is the revolutions are gone because, you know, I believe, <laughs> I don't want to talk politics because that's just not something I do, but I, I believe there's, there's greater powers right now that are in control. And I just feel like the revolution's gone and we needed one. 
And that's why the line says, uh, just lay down and know your place because this is where we're going to be if we just let the world keep going the way it is. Going to lie in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break of the night. We have a lot more to play, a lot more stories to tell right here on the Tiny Stage with Gordon's Law, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, right here on 95.9 WATD. Stick around. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined tonight in studio by Gordon's Law. How you guys doing? doing yeah. Doing awesome, man. Thank you. Wonderful. How are you doing, John? Doing great. Yeah. Well, let's do another round of introductions. Who's in studio tonight? Gordon Lloyd, right here. And I'm Adam Law. Woo! And give yourselves uh, another shout out for the, the website, the streaming, the uh, the music that's available, your round socials. Round of applause. Yeah, round of applause. Uh, we're on the Instagram. We are on the Facebook. We're talking about a, a TikTok, like with the new album. Um, I don't know. I'm not that hip. Like I'm, I have never watched the TikTok video. I know, me neither. Like, well, people send them to me all the time, and I'm like, I can't, I can't watch it. I'm not on it. <laughs> like, I think I made one. Uh, one day and then just never did anything with it. It was just done after that. So, but we're also on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, YouTube. You can find us on Bandcamp. Just yep. search Gordon's Law. We've got some cool videos. Um, we're on SoundCloud. Yes, we actually are. as well. We got some stuff on this. Some older stuff too. Wow, yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. That's any upcoming shows in the books. I am playing at Lucky Sevens on the 9th of December, uh, Friday night. Adam's kids have like musicals galore and plays galore right now so and uh so i figured i'd play one solo but after that it's it's the new year we're gonna talk about maybe trying to get into some festivals next year some songwriting stuff just trying to reach out and branch out more than playing this the bar scene here and there you mm. know that sounds good how did you guys come together in the first place so that's interesting so we have a mutual friend named tony Shout out to Tony Previti. What's up? What's up, Tony? How you doing? Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. So I dated his cousin, I think it was, and they had a Adam and Tony had a band together yep. for a while, and there it just happened to be what was it? The Beachcomber. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, yeah. I, I went to college with Tony, then I moved to New York for a little bit. And towards the, when I was ready to move back, I really wanted to start a band with these other guys, uh, Tony, Andy, and Greg. So we, we started a band called 12 on 6, played like two gigs, and then we all disbanded because, uh, I don't know, one of them got a new job, one of them got engaged, one of them had a, a kid. Uh, so we, we broke up. But I feel like Tony, whenever he needed a drummer, he would just be like, Adam, Adam, let's, let's work on stuff. So, so he would always just pull me in. So yeah, at one point he said, uh, me and my cousin's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, I don't know what you were at the time, yeah. uh, said, uh, we're gonna, we want to work on some stuff and we want to play gigs. So we rehearsed once. Once. And yeah. then played we the played the n- earlier in the night of the gig. Yeah. So yeah. we had two rehearsals and a gig. Yeah. And it went pretty well. Actually, and, not bad. We yeah. played Careless Whisper that night, too. Yes, that? we did. Yes, great. we did. <laughs> and then um, me and Gordy did not talk, I think, for at least a year, maybe yeah. two. Yeah. And then I got a random Facebook message one day. From Gordy that said, hey, I want to start working on my own stuff more, so let's do this. So that gig, I played drum set, Yes, I think. Yeah, that first gig down at Light the Way Festival, shout out Jimmy Carter for giving me uh, my, uh, my break there. He 
Oh, he just said, yep, you can play. So that was pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, and Adam played drums. Mike Hathaway played guitar. Yep. Um, and we just played like four of my original songs. Yep. And it wasn't terrible. It wasn't anything to write home about, but it was cool. And then like, I don't know, after that, like me and Adam started rehearsing more and he started adding so much to my songs, like his harmonies, his his, his voice like an angel, as I like to say. <laughs> well, and the joke of it, I mean, it's funny because you sent me recordings of your stuff. I think the funny thing is, I think I, you didn't even want me to sing necessarily. Right. I didn't even, I wasn't even like looking for that. But then like. So my arrogance is like, well, I'm just going to drop the harmony here. <laughs> yeah. But he liked it. Yeah. So luckily for me, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, well, I, I want to sing. So, and then like when he did, I was like, wait. I've never heard that before. Like he hears notes that I don't hear and it, which is, that's what's, you know, music is about like creating with somebody. It's really cool. It's awesome. And so after that, it's just, that's what history is. Like we've been writing and I've uh, been trying to include Adam in that process more as of late. So it's pretty cool. I could give a shout out to the, uh, to the beachcomber in Quincy because <laughs> I used the bathroom at the beachcomber a number of times and I credit that for being uh, immune to COVID. <laughs> I could see that. That place was dirty. <laughs> it was a dump. <laughs> yeah, I missed, I missed it. I'm like, I'm proud. I can say, I played two gigs right. at the beachcomber. You played two, I played one. I, I'm just, a, I mean, so much history too. Yeah. I'm sad it closed, but yeah, uh, you didn't want to go in the bathroom. Yes. No, no, not at all. Especially the men's room. <laughs> it's the only bathroom I saw. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's, I actually kind of miss that place. Let's yeah. do some more music. What do you guys want to play next? Uh, I was going to play Escape the Pain. Let's do hear it. it. Gordon's Law, 95.9 WATD, live in studio. Excuse me. 
Gordon's Law live on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. You guys sound great tonight. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? That one happened uh, just from that main riff. I just started going off of it, and uh, at first I couldn't even sing to it. I had to record it, but the words just kind of flew like out of me. Like As soon as I started writing, it came out, and it's just basically me beating myself up, like can't escape the pain is like you know it's the the chorus is like i'm addicted to something maybe it's nothing maybe i'm afraid of change i think it's funny i think you're a great writer yeah and you know my dad thank you my dad has this joke that's like oh you guys should play more upbeat stuff Uh, so even when we do your lyrics are kind (laughs) of sad (laughs) yes exactly yeah speaking of lyrics talk about your songwriting how does that work with you how do you compose Oh, that's a good question. Sometimes, like I, I sometimes find that when I sit down and try to write, it's it becomes a song that I don't like. You know, like most of the time, it just kind of happens. It's gonna be organic. Um, yeah, like yeah. literally, I I can't force a song. Like I think the last time you asked me, like if I've ever thought about like trying to write songs about other people, or like because you're like you mostly veer songs to deal with personal experience, and I like I'm currently trying to write a song about my friend Murph. You know, Motorcycle Murph is what I called the song. And it's, like, so hard for me. Like, it doesn't feel organic to me, but, like, like I still want to do it. Like, still pushing forward for it. Because, like, I know, like, if I want, uh, like, the organicness of just sitting down, playing two chords, and whatever comes, comes. Like, it has always been, like, when my favorite songs are written. How has songwriting changed since you've, collaborated with adam oh immensely because i'm not just trying to focus on myself like i'm trying to think of what he would want or what he like because like recently like even when we're putting together a song i'm like what do you think should happen what do you think is gonna is gonna you know make the song sound better or make this song sound complete before it was just like here i wrote this do something you know (laughs) and then like He's like, what? But if it, then now this time I'm like, what would you play? And he brings the beat, and then that might even change the song completely. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with you writing a song in full. <laughs> and again, like when we first started, he sent me some recordings, and so I would just listen to them in my car over and over and over. And you know, uh, sometimes I, I would sing along. Like if I found a harmony, I would do it. But sometimes it sounds better without any harmony, so I leave that alone. Same thing with the drums. Sometimes a, a beat sounds right. Other times. I just added like a shaker and that sounded the most correct. Yeah. And I think that's the job of a, of a good drummer not, you know, sometimes leave the song alone if, if that's, if that's what it takes. Yeah. I absolutely like collaborating in a room with you, but at the same time, I'm so bad with melodies. So I leave all that to you and I'm bad with lyrics too. So again, if you come to me with a full song, I'll add what I can to it. That's how I'd probably prefer it. But no, Gordy's awesome about wanting my input and we do try to be, brutally honest with each other because i think that's how we get the best results it's very important if i think something should be you know a, a different or a different spot he he responds totally cool he's totally cool about it and um same with me and he has often said could you do this kind of beat or could we do the kahanas of the djembe mm. and that's what it's all about just um honest communication and collaboration yeah we've put our egos aside big time like when we get together like there's no ego here like we share in the moment and we just whatever is there is like is there and what we want to hear and we're honest with that and nobody's like well i don't want to do that you know like 
some people get into arguments over how a song should sound or stuff like that, but that's never been our thing. And like Adam says, he can't write or like you know do melodies and stuff. The dude can sing like unbelievable. I agree completely. <laughs> you know, the guy's <laughs> got a voice that like literally I envy over all the time. Like not envy, like that's a bad word. You know, like like I admire the the. I almost said a bad word. I almost swore. It's all good. <laughs> I admire, no fines tonight. Yeah, I, thank you. <laughs> I admire the the crap out of him. You know? Like it's just he's he's got such discipline, and he's a very you know family orientated guy, and like he's just so reliable, like all the time. Like he just you know he's he's warmed my heart like immensely over the years. So thanks, man. No, thank you. Uh-huh. Let's do more music. What do you want to play next? I say we do Nothing's Wrong. Good. This, this is a, another new one. Yes, off the new album. Let's hear it. Gordon's Law, live on the Tiny Stage, 95.9. WATD. i 
Gordon's Law live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea introducing you to independent bands and musicians tonight. It's actually our last live show of the year. So mm. thank you so much for being a part of that. But talk about that song. How did that song happen? Hey, uh, nothing's wrong. So that actually happened working the last job I had. So basically the song's about um, the frustration of trying to explain something to somebody and them just not understanding you. And like, it's like fighting back the urge to literally choke that person to death. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the song sounds so like, we've all been there. Do, 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 you know, like all like, yay. And then you listen to the lyrics and it's like, it'd be hard to breathe if you had a hand around your throat. <laughs> you know, like, Sometimes I have these thoughts. Ah, yeah, never mind. <laughs> exactly. It's, and that's the line. Sometimes I have these thoughts and like, I just don't finish that because I'm like, eh, I'm not going to tell you these thoughts that I have. <laughs> this urge that I am holding back. Let's talk influences. Who wants to start? Who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to today? Sure. So the aforementioned Michael Jackson, big, big, big growing up. Prince. Actually, I got Barry Manilow from my grandfather. Still love Barry. A great songwriter and singer. Um, great piano player, too. Oh, absolutely. And um, actually, recently, I got uh, my buddy Andy gave me a Dion Warwick record that was entirely produced by Barry, and it's a fantastic record. So um, I'm still listening to him. In like, you know, middle school and high school, you kind of listen to whatever's on the radio because you're, you're in the car with your family. And then in high school, you start maybe listening to some different stuff. And then so when college hit, I remember getting into DJ Shadow, Incubus. And when I found Radiohead, that really blew my mind. So I would still say Radiohead is actually my number one of all time. LCD Sound System, that's a big one. Uh, the Roots, Questlove is my musical hero. Boop, boop. Yep. These days, I listen to a lot of Bjork this year, and, uh, um, I, and I like a lot of rap, uh, you know, like Freddie Gibbs, uh, Tyler, the Creator. I like a lot of electronic. I like, like, I like, you know, running to electronic music for sure. Yeah, pretty good for me. Cool. Cool to Europe. Oh, sure. Um, well, like growing up, it was grandpa listened to a lot of Hank Williams and Johnny Cash, so that was cool. Mom listened to Billy Idol like all the time. She loved Billy Idol and Pat Benatar. So there was a lot of, uh, yeah, dancing around the living room to that. And then when I was getting older, I guess um, I kind of went with whatever my friends were listening to for a while. Like for a while, it was like the Suicide Machines, uh, No Effects. Remember you playing like Limp Biscuit cover songs in high school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, going into Limp Biscuit. They actually put out a new album, which is weird. Like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I think Significant Other and yeah. uh, Chocolate Starfish, I think they hold up. They do. I listened to it the other day. and I'm Still like, enjoyable. I'm like, you know what? Okay. I, yeah. I listened to this in high school and you know what? Whatever. I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, I got into corn and all that stuff too. I was, yep. You know, you know, and then um, it was like Mudvayne and Slipknot and I listened to a lot of just metal, like anything that would just make me go crazy. Like I listened to hate breed a lot blood for blood and like unearth uh you know like it's weird because then like i went to college and that's when i found morphine and i like, think morphine was like one of the biggest like influences on me like local band too right yeah yeah they were out of actually um I like western mass maybe no they're, they're out of cambridge oh, Cambridge. Actually. yeah mark uh sandman was out of cambridge uh, they still play vapors of morphine mark has since passed but um 
actually met Dana, the saxophone player, a really cool guy. He came out. I saw this show by myself. <laughs> I was supposed to like, I bought two tickets because I was planning on a girl coming and she bailed on me. So I just, you know, drank whiskey by myself and listened to this guy, uh, Jeffrey Folkalt. I don't know where he's from, but uh, he's awesome. He's like a country bluesy guy and he's like really cool. And uh, I remember sitting there. And I got a good buzz going on, and he's like, I'm going to, he was playing with Billy Conway, who actually passed too, but uh, Billy Conway was the drummer for Morphine. And I remember sitting there, and they're playing, and he's like, oh, we're going to bring somebody out. Dana walks out on the stage, and I just went, yeah, like in this really quiet, like, theater. And uh, Jeff, like, looks over, and he's like, well, that guy's happy. And I was like, you guys have no idea what's about to happen, (laughs) you know, and he starts playing saxophone, and I was like, oh, and I actually got to meet him at the show. It was really cool. That was probably one of my bigger influences, like, when I really started to, like, appreciate music for what it is. Like, of course, I listen to Pink Floyd, you know, Dark Side of the Moon all the time, you know, when uh, recreational activities uh, <laughs> were big <laughs> in my day. And then, you know, Dylan started coming around. I started listening to more and more of that. At first, I hated his voice, and then I realized, like, he hits every single note that he tries to sing. So I was like... Just get past the voice, listen to the lyrics, you know, check out, I, you know, I borrowed a, a book, uh, Bob Dylan's um, Little Black Songbook from Kyle Bowers. Sorry, I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't want to give it back. But yeah, then, you know, I like a lot of hip hop. Nowadays, I'm listening to like Zach Bryan, Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. You know, Run the Jewels is awesome. Kill the Mike and LP. Yeah, that's basically... I don't know, like this year, also Bonnie Vare yes. has been a huge like loop. Um, that album, what was the one? Um, the newest one is I I. I don't know if it's I I. The one with the the one before that is like Thousand a Million. Yeah, something like that. I think it was that one with Creeks on it, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that 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 album for some reason has been on repeat at least nice. recently, which is very oh, cool. I love that album. Love Bonnie Bear. It took me a minute to get through that album. I remember when mm-hmm. we first you first showed it to me, I was like, "This is weird." Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is really weird." And then I put it on my headphones, and I was like, "This is amazing." He's he's on another level. <laughs> yeah, such another another. That's like what inspired us to do that first track. I feel like, you know, for the for for the album. Maybe yeah. You mean vocal wise? Yeah, vocal wise. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like kind of just. Letting playing the, around with stuff yeah, 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 yeah letting the space take us and i've seen him live oh you have i saw him at p-pack in providence and wow no kidding awesome. i didn't know that that's so cool awesome, let's do more your music what do you want to play next let's do find my way yeah all right we have gordon's law live on the tiny stage 95.9 watd
Gordon's Law in studio tonight, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's almost famous. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Heartbreak. Yep. Uh, I was dating. Oh, which time? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But, um, <laughs> uh, no comment. Uh, <laughs> I was dating somebody who, I don't know, it was just, didn't work out. You know, like when one of those things and like when you're in a relationship and you don't see, like, I'm not trying to put all the blame on this person, you know, but, like, you don't see their toxic behavior when they're, like, looking for ways that, when they're looking, they're talking to you and blaming you for things that, like, you're pretty sure, like, you didn't do, or, like, you're pretty sure, like, your intentions are in the right spot, like. Basically gaslighting. Yeah, you didn't, I was, that's not what I meant when I did what I was doing, like, and, like, I always had the purest intentions, but this person was able to flip these things, and really messed me up for a little while. I was two years completely, I'll, I'll go into it, I was two years completely sober, and, like, I had just started, like, dabbling and drinking again, and, like, this, like, this whole situation, this whole relationship really messed 
up my whole flow of everything, my daily grind, my every, it just messed with my head. It made me feel like I was worthless. So that's how find my way came to be. Cause you know, I've been lost before that's in the, the lyrics, but don't you worry about a thing. Cause I'll find my way. You know, something you're great at Gordy is using music to address difficult situations in life that aren't really easy to talk about. What advice would you give to, an aspiring musician who may be thinking the same, like things that they don't really feel comfortable talking about, but they want to sing about. Write it, sing it, let it go, because um, it's the best thing. I wasn't a good talker. Still not good talking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm not, that's uh, not me, but like when I have a guitar in my hand and I'm on stage or something, like, I can entertain everybody. Like, I can draw people in, and the songwriting is a release, because once it comes out and like, I put things into words. People are like, oh, you have a way with words. And like, I don't even think of it like that because I just write and it just comes out. And it's like, it's weird how like the simple lyrics are like the most like that, that stand out to me, which is crazy because like if, if you're aspiring to write how you feel, just, just do it, write it and see what, see what happens. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You don't like the song? Oh, well, like Bob Dylan said, write a thousand songs a day. One of them found to be good. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Gordon's Law in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We are down to our final timeout of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you guys? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. We're live on the tiny stage. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back for the final time tonight, for the final time of the year, actually, for the uh, live Tiny Stage Hour. I'm John Shea, being joined in studio tonight by Gordon's Law. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. My pleasure. Anytime. Yeah, love being here with you, John. You're my, Same. You're one of my favorite people, bro. I got you. Do another round of introductions. Who do we have in studio tonight? My name is Gordon Lloyd. And my name is Adam Law. <laughs> Very cool. And uh, share with us again your online information. Sure. Uh, all you have to do is uh, type in your little search bar, Gordon's Law. That's an apostrophe S. That's very crucial, actually, because if you put in just Gordon's Law, sometimes it doesn't come up. Oh, you'll find every law firm. Yes. You in the, in the, yeah. <laughs> every single law firm you've ever... With a guy named Gordon. Yeah. First yeah. or last name. So, yeah. yes, apostrophe. Yeah, and I'm not, oh. I'm not a lawyer at all. I don't claim to be, and I don't play one on TV. Uh, but, yeah, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Um, YouTube, Apple Music. YouTube. All, all the stuff. On the YouTubes. Check us out. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Not on the TikTok yet. We're thinking about Stop it. Stop talking about TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> or I'm just, or I, you're right, or I'm just old. Yeah, we're, I think we both are, cause yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. But Twitch, anything like that? Twitch? Nope, I've heard of Twitch, oh, I've heard but of I've, never, I've never done a Twitch. I've never done that either. Um, it's like more for gaming, isn't it? I think it's both, yeah. So Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park. He had a Twitch thing going. Twitching, and, is that a thing? <laughs> Twitching. <laughs> I Twitch all the time. I mean. <laughs> but I, I think during COVID, he would um, have people send him songs, and then he would work on the songs with them and like mix and master them like on that's Twitch, cool. which is actually, yeah, it's really cool. That's cool. So that was the last thing I think I've heard about Twitch, but definitely gaming too. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. We have time for one more song. What are we closing things out with tonight? We're going to close with uh, Roaming. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for making this happen tonight. Thank you, John. Thanks, man. And uh, be safe. Uh, enjoy the holiday season. Happy New Year. And we'll uh, talk to you in 2023. Yep. You Happy. as well. Thank you so much for having us. Sure thing. 95.9 WATD. One final time. Gordon's Law on the tiny stage.
much that I can spare. No craving train, I've had enough pain, and you leave me gasping for it. I got darkness in my veins. You never seem to mind. I would chase you, but I hate to run, and I Should I just get used to looking up from the 